Welcome back to Misty and Ike, everybody. I'm your host, Ike. This person is also here. So we're back to that again. Yeah. Okay. Once a month. Okay. Yeah. I'm Misty. Hello, Misty. Hi. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm How getting you? stared at straight in the eyes. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I don't like this. This is the uncomfortably close <laughs> that I tried to explain to yeah. you if we move the table. So guys, we have a new table. I made this tabletop and I put some it's legs beautiful. on it in my wood shop. We were at the opposite ends. Yeah. It was, I'd say, three and a half feet apart. And now uh-huh. we're at the short side where we are one and a half feet apart. Yeah. And it's like we're at a Starbucks or a WeWork. It's, yeah. It's, and it's uncom- Ooh, WeWork. Have you we, seen the previews for the WeWork movie? I've seen it's the Joseph old, Gordon Levitt. Oh, that's Uber. No. The Joseph Gordon Levitt movie that's no, coming that's out? WeWork. It's Uber. I don't think so. I'll bet you a dollar. Okay. Well, then who's in the WeWork? Wait, is that the wait? Is the WeWork the Jared Leto? I don't know, but there's been too many documentaries about WeWork already. No, it's not a documentary. I mean, it's actors. It's Well, let's find out. There, Maybe the WeWork is Jared Leto. You might be right. Ooh, I, I don't like this. I can't even type on my compute. Oh, yeah, it's Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway in the WeWork one. Oh, weird. Yeah, they made $47 billion. Yeah. But um, the other one's Uber. Uber. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about today. It's not. But we can change our minds. We could. (laughs) I mean. Right here in front of everybody. mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to pause and we're going to, on social media, (laughs) give you guys a vote. Super pump the battle for Uber. Yeah. Super pumped. I didn't know that that guy was a weirdo. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I just knew that Gary V invested early. Okay. He put 50 grand in like one of the first five people mm-hmm. made a couple million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Gary V, Misty's favorite dude. They're best friends. He's just painful. Oh, but you can't deny how much content he puts out. No, it, it, he puts out a lot and I definitely have watched a video or two and there are certain things to be said for some of them. Mm-hmm. I just don't buy into all of them. Yeah. Um, I believe in working hard. I don't believe in working hard for 17 hours a day. No, me neither. He does have great ideas for like if you need a side hustle, like how mm-hmm. to get yourself out of poverty and get a better job. Yeah. Um, but like it's it's so have you ever um read about Jack Dorsey? I believe he was the CEO of Twitter. He was the founder of Twitter, yeah. Yes. So he went he did that. He where he worked like twenty twenty hours a day and he only slept four hours a day and put himself on this like insane like fasting vitamin you only need this many hours of sleep to maintain being able to function kind of like mm-hmm. and went into this like ultra productive phase of his life yeah and wanted to see the longevity of that how long that could last and before because eventually you will hit oh the yeah burnout point yeah. where you just can't function even. right so what happened? He's, re- he's actually stepped away from Twitter and re- not retired because he's way too young to retire. I'm sure right. he'll be involved in many other things. I thought he got but booted. Like, mm-mm. No. Hmm. Nope. Um, well. But what? Ha- so let's let's change up. I want to know what happened to the Uber guy. Like he was crazy. Okay. U- but let's Uber find out. and Twitter? Yeah, Uber and Twitter and. And Gary Vee. And Gary Vee. Hardworking and, and Elon WeWork. Musk. Yeah. How we work fell apart. Big people that have worked too hard, but have also become successful, and, and the people have that also are in, fallen apart when it's pe- over. The people responsible for hustle culture. Oh, yeah. Next, next on Misty, you and know I. what? What's that? Yeah, let's talk about it after our 
sweet, sweet ass, ass intro. intro song. <laughs> Are we ready to begin? Good morning. My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in character. That was the longest intro we've ever done. It was done. long. Yeah. Um, I read an article this morning, and it was based on Silicon Valley and it how it has affected the millennials' idea of hustle culture and, like, what a impact it had on everything. Um, and that, you know, the beginnings of Silicon Valley were essentially the start of this idea of you need to be productive all the time yeah and you need to be accessible and and your boss can always call you and yeah that that didn't yeah. really exist before the silicon valley boom there is a proper definition of hustle culture Ooh. that i just googled tell me tell me it's a lifestyle where career has become such a priority in your life or the environment that you work in and that other aspects of being human such as hobbies family and self-care often take a back seat okay yeah mm -hmm. yeah i don't like hustle culture no, I like working hard. I feel good when I work hard. I feel hard. good when I work hard. I, think I also that, feel good when I rest. Exactly. And I think both of our industries, both touring and music and the film business, ask a lot of us. Very much. And yes. sometimes more than hustle culture. Sometimes we yeah. work 24 hours straight. Sometimes we work 48. Yeah, I don't. But sometimes you do. Um, so we understand hustle culture. We are part of hustle culture. But we also... You know, and through the process of making this podcast all the way through Pandy, when we didn't have anything yeah. to hustle on, we hustled on the show. Mm -hmm. But we by no means were doing, unless we were doing set construction on our yeah, new sets. Yeah, but those were fun days. Yeah. Like you stay so long and work so hard because yeah. it is hard work, but you're enjoying it and you know that it's going to have, you know, it's going to net you something that's yeah. going to fulfill you. Especially when I roll paint on your nose. Oh God, that reel was the best. Yeah. It was pretty funny. It went viral. It was amazing because you had it. Took, it's our thing that went viral. Yeah, it's our one thing that's gone viral. That's one, one down. That's one. Million Bring it on. And the spitball series. The spitball series. I'm still getting comments today about it. Yeah. Um, people are after. like, "How did you not kill him?" And everyone wanted to know who I was on the phone with. Everyone. <laughs> that's so none of your business, <laughs> right? Like, mm, <laughs> who are you talking to? No, oh, it's my just, mom. Like my, my friend Nunya. Right, none your business. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, all right, who is the okay. king of hustle culture? So, well, super pumped, which is the Uber story. I believe his name was Travis Kalanick, maybe? Tra yes, yes, Uber CEO, Travis Kalanick. Mm -hmm. um, so, obviously, Uber was a startup, and, you know, a lot of very reputable people um, invested in it and got involved in it in the very beginning, like Ariana Huffington, founder okay. of the HuffPost. Mm. Uh, there was another person named Bill Gurley, who was a primary key um, to get funding when Travis wanted to start Uber. Um, yeah, Travis is one of those people, like... <clears throat> I've read articles and stories about him before that he's one of those people that like legit would stand in front of the entire office and yell things like, we're kings, we're going to be gods, like that very Wolf of Wall Street yeah. kind of thing. That's what I would do if I owned a company. Yeah, I would not. I would hype them up. It's not, There's a fine line between hype and crazy. That's true. 
We're disruptors. That was one of his big phrases. We're the disruptors. We're the disruptors. Disruptors of taxi hustle? Right. Okay. He did change the world. He, he did. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, like, I think back to, like, when I lived in the Valley. I'm going to just say this. I broke the law. Um, and Allegedly. I paid the price for it. Ah, uh, that time. Yes. I got a DUI driving from Hollywood back to the Valley to my house. And right. it was because there was nothing like Uber. And to, yeah. you know, it's dumb now in hindsight because I go, well, I'm not going to spend $60 on a cab from here to home. Right. When I spent thousands to pay for the DUI. When yeah. It was over. I mean, and now looking back on it, you know, it's like I, um, you know, made some interesting choices we all did back we, in the day yes we all have and now it's like are you kidding i'm gonna right. take my car home first yeah 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 if people no want to like well let's go grab a drink after work it's like cool i'll meet you there i'm just gonna go drop my car right but you and i i think also grew up in an era where we lived in smaller places mm. like i lived in a very small town where I knew the cops mm. and if we you know the high school kids had a party the cops would come and like follow everybody home and make sure that they got home. Yeah. You didn't get DUIs. You had yeah. people that were, you know, trying to look out for you in your small community. Yeah. So like my mentality, I think, was formed a little differently on making those choices, which, you know, is not good now in hindsight, but bad choices were made. <laughs> bad. Yeah. Bad Lessons were, were learned. Lessons were learned. But hustle culture, where do you think, when did hustle culture start? I'm going to Google that. Like I said, it's, um, I would, I would, I need to figure out where that article was that I read this morning about Silicon Valley starting all of that. Um, when did hustle culture start? Yeah. In 2006, rapper Rick Ross became famous thanks to hustling a hit song about his tenacious pursuit of money and power. <coughs> For many people, especially millennials and Gen Z, working relentlessly and continuously, included, including by taking on side hustles and freelance gigs, is a way of life. So they're, they're claiming it's 2006. but mm, I think it's pre that. I think people worked hard in the 80s before there were hashtags and social media. I think people have worked hard in the 90s. I mean, yeah. if you want to talk about really working hard, like farmers and people that had to like grow yeah. all of their own food, they get up at 6 and they work all day and they have to make all of their own food and clothes. That hustle. Mm -hmm. And I was yeah. thinking about it yesterday. I don't know very many people. I'll say people. I won't be gender specific, but I was okay. thinking of males mostly that A, own a toolbox. Nope. In LA. I own a toolbox. You do. But I grew up with like people that could fix cars. Yeah. yeah. And people that mowed their own lawn. And now mm -hmm. I live in a city where no one owns a lawnmower mm -hmm. and no one can fix their own sink. Yeah. And it's weird. It, it is very weird. I mean, I'm grateful that people here don't necessarily um, mother in laws because it provides jobs, very vital jobs to other people who have started a, another sub industry. Sure. Um, but the, to me, it's the self-sufficiency as a whole. Mm -hmm. I think that people have um, become very apt to just make a phone call. And yeah you know, who can fix this for me instead of, and I think it takes away a lot of your critical thinking skills, which I talk about a lot lately. I know, yeah. um, you know, it, being able to do things for yourself is, is critical thinking. And that's what we're lacking a lot of, I think in the world right now. 
And with the uh, onset of YouTube, you should be able to Google it and yeah. like watch someone fix it in front of you, pause it, mm-hmm. and do your own thing. Now, listen, sometimes your time is worth more than your money. Absolutely. Right? And if there's thousands of gallons of water rushing down from your toilet into your kitchen, yep. you want a pro. Yes. But like, if something's just dripping, or we live in this culture of just like throw it out and get a new one. And, you know, a lot of times big things can be fixed with small parts. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, big. Real, mm. that, was, that was a real profound little. I'm that, just going to. Okay. Let's, let's let that sink in. That's some, the name of this episode. There's a metaphor in there for a lot of things. Yeah. I like what you're doing there. Mm, like my heart. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, some of these people. So, Adam Newman was the guy from WeWork. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a nutcase. He is an absolute nutcase. And he was ultimately forced out of the company after they tried to go public. Um, It was a failed IPO. Yeah, because it turns out the company wasn't worth the diddly squat. Yeah. Yeah, And he raised like $50 billion. Yeah. And is absolutely nuts. Okay, so remember the cult documentary that was super popular right at the beginning of Pandy? Yeah, XV. Yes. Yeah, the sex cult. So I watched that. And then I watched the WeWork documentary, like the maybe the next <laughs> week. So I get them confused. They're very similar. Yeah. Because they would have camps and parties. Absolutely. The and way like, that they build yeah. those things and make people feel so included. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing with all of these hustle culture companies that have mm-hmm. come up, like WeWork and Uber, is they they try to propagate the idea of this, you know, company that you're finally appreciated and included in and that it, it feels just all inclusive, basically. Like, we'll help you with anything in your life. Like, you know, childcare, getting your dry cleaning done. Like, yeah. you know, when you're at a certain level. Anything to keep you working. Yeah. And cults yeah. are very, very, very similar. We should start a cult. No. Misty and I, we'll be cult, no. cult leaders. But, I mean... I like how quickly you shut that. Yeah, down. I'm just sh- shutting that down. Um, mostly because of all of the cult podcasts that I listen to about like deprogramming and how all of that shit works and how like how deep that stuff goes into people, like it's insane. Well, what's the step down from cult? Like, I kind of we just we just need a lot of listeners. We don't need followers. We work things like that. <laughs> like, I mean, the definition like fans, I guess. Influencer. We need fans. That's what we need. Yeah, influencer is the next step down from cult leader. I've got an article. <laughs> they talk about that a lot in a lot of the cult like podcasts. I've things. got one, two, three, three steps to overcoming hustle culture. Okay. One is scheduling and slowing down. The first step to re- rerouting and overcoming the unhealthy culture of hustling is to carefully planning your days of the week. I think okay. a lot of people just work for work's sake. Absolutely. They're like, oh, I'm so, I've got to, I'm going to redo they, this they chart. They do what they're told to. Yeah. Yeah. If you're efficient, at your, I read a stat somewhere that 80% of people in the workforce, are A, don't know what they're doing, yeah. and B, they only work two to four hours of their eight-hour shift. Oh, absolutely. Which is why a lot of other countries, um, a lot of the Scandinavian countries, are starting to do the six-hour work days or four-day work weeks. Yeah. They're changing the idea of that because they've done the research and found the productivity is there in smaller spurts. Yeah. It is spend not. our lives at work. No, no. Uh, number two is focusing on personal goals. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read the blurb after that. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number three, which seems also kind of self-explanatory, stop glorifying the hustle culture. It's easier <laughs> than it seems. 
Sometimes we've got to take a pause and ask ourselves, are we hustling for the right reasons? Oftentimes our hustling and overworking, uh, this is on, by the way, news and events. I'm not going to keep reading it. It's like, yeah, no, that's, stop glorifying I mean, hustle culture. That doesn't mean be lazy. Like, take care of your shit. Well, and, you know, I mean, they're, like the point of this, too, is that there's an abundance right now of things that are coming out that you can watch and see how that hustle culture. No, you might not be the CEO of a billion-dollar company like a WeWork or an Uber, but you can take that on a smaller level and see how it can actually destroy you. You know, how it's unhealthy and how it's just not good for you. It's it's easy to, to see that there will be a breaking point. Yeah, you can't go 150 miles an hour your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Well, I think we had a little bit of a longer intro, but that feels like about 15 minutes. Hustle sure culture, does. bad, but oh. taking care of your responsibilities, good. Yeah, working hard, good. Yeah, but taking time for yourself, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, affirmations. Affirmations. I uh, respect how hard you work when you're on the road and leading up to your road work, but I also respect how much time you take for self-care and restorative purposes. (laughs) I totally didn't know what word I was looking for. I will accept that. I accept that. Um, I like how you're in a phase in your life where you're learning those things. And it's, it's fun to watch you going through that and... I get really proud of you when you call me and go, I'm not going to come over there today to the office. I need a day. You know, you're, you used to be like, do you want to go to the office today? And if I would say, oh, I have this thing, you'd be like, oh yeah, me too. (laughs) But now you're able to take that thing and go, I would rather do this instead. And so that's what I'm going to do today. And it's, I'm proud of you for, for learning to take that time. For I, I received that, but over the holidays, I kind of let it spill into January a little bit. I just, I thought, oh, maybe I deserve a break. But you did deserve a break. I'm yeah. learning to find the line between like absolutely shutting down and working too hard. Yeah. So this episode is not really directed at anybody out in the ethos. It's kind of like an episode of things that I'm going through right now about working too hard. Yeah. And not enough. And then feeling like crap when I don't. It's the guilt, really. When you stay, sit at home you and have a day. You learn to let go of shame and guilt, man. <sighs> It's hard. I know. Yeah. Trust me. I know. Because that's all you have left when you get rid of your ego. Mm-hmm. Shame and guilt. Yes. You definitely have let go of your ego. <laughs> I mean, probably better than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get out of all here. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.